All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to The Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca, your digital home for online gaming excitement, including casino, live dealer, lottery instance, and sport betting. Sign up today at PlayAlberta.ca. Sir uh, joins us, uh, Lorianne. Welcome back. How are you doing? Good afternoon. Doing awesome. How are you doing? Good. Is your Christmas shopping done? It was done about a week and a half oh, of ago. Of course, yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Preparation over there. No big deal. Like you said, you got to have a plan, <laughs> right? You got to have a plan. Outline where you want to go and go do it, and it's much easier. Yeah, I didn't have too many people to uh, to pick up for, so that's okay. Okay, so today yeah. I'm going I'm to talk about, because you, you obviously focus a lot on the mental side of, of sports and preparation and all that stuff for, for athletes. And um, so Connor Brown's season hasn't gone the way he would like. I think that's, you know, Captain Obvious thing to say. Right. And coaches, they'll work with athletes, they, especially veterans, who, you know, who they get a little bit longer of a leash. And there was other things he was doing okay for a while, but then eventually it just... You know what? Uh, he wasn't scoring. He was getting outscored. Uh, then he was, you know, had some a few bad giveaways in that Islander game. So he's healthy scratch last night. Mm-hmm. And you know the mindset for an athlete. And I was looking back. I couldn't find the last five years when he was healthy scratch. He might have been healthy scratch as a rookie. It was hard for me to tell because you know maybe he was banged up. I didn't know. So, but really, as an established player, hasn't been healthy scratched. So it's a new thing. And we all know, like it's easy to say, well, you can't pout and you can't solve because if you do that, you're going to be done. But it's easier said than done. You're competitive. So what are some things you've dealt with athletes where the season isn't going the way they want? And you got to refocus during the year. It's different if the season ends and then you got all off season to refocus because after a while, then you're like, you're working out, you're feeling good. It's easy. Yes. But now you're in the middle of it. So what are the things that Brown has to do mentally that can help him when he gets back in the game? Well, number one, I think this is the greatest gift he could be given. And it's not just because it's Christmas. It's just he will learn so much from this and learn more than if he's winning. And one of the things we've talked about is doing a reset. 
go back to the fundamentals, go back to the basics, go back and just make everything simple. And, you know, it's that acronym. Keep it simple. Stupid. Yeah. (laughs) But it's just... Kiss. Yeah. And it's just go back to when it was working, what were you doing? And if you can look back, go backwards, go from now the past eight, nine games and go, okay, what wasn't working? Where do I need to improve? And when you go back to the simplicity part of it is... There's a lot of clues there. They're not going to be obvious at first. That's the challenging part right there. But is go back. You, you, you got to go back to when it was working. What was my mindset like? What was my physical training like? What was my schedule like? What was my calendar like? And how much time was I spending doing the mental preparation? Was there times? Was there gaps? Was there holes? Was I doing it every day? And typically what I find is there's always one or two things that slip off and we don't do them because it's going so well that it's working so well why do i need to spend more time working on it it's not that you need to do it consistently every day and that's why i i say to my athletes you got to be consistently consistent every day and there's something small that is missing from what was working before and it's just you got to figure it out there's clues game one was a clue game two was a clue game three was a clue and so on but we didn't rarely take the time to reevaluate it. Now, what about, because things for him, like you lose confidence that every athlete does at times. Even the, we saw with Connor McDavid on a small scale earlier this year. So Connor Brown, he hasn't scored a goal since March of 22 because, you know, then he went the final 13 games or 14 games of that year. Then he comes, starts the next season, plays four games, gets hurt. So that's a whole calendar year. Now he comes to Edmonton. It's a new team. There, you know, obviously people know the contract, even though his cap hit is only 775. There's the bonus overages. So there's more pressure. And now you're up to Christmas time and you haven't scored. Like he, th- that feeling of scored and there, there's, even though you play well, right? It, it's probably like you can race great all the time, but if you don't win, right? You're kind of like, Oh God, eventually it, it gets. Do you know what's normally happening? You're trying too hard. Yeah. All you're thinking about is win, win, win. I got to win. I got to score. I got to win. I got to score. And that's when you screw up. Yeah. You do. And it's like, just go back. Go through the drills. Master those drills. Where are the deficiencies? And what could you do to improve? Get the puck up. Right? Where can you improve? And those are the points that you need to start thinking about is forget about scoring. Is where can you improve? And where can you improve 1%, 2%, just a little bit more? Yeah, wow. You can, and how about overthinking it? Like, can you spend too much time on video if you're a guy like Brown? I think you can. I think you can in any sport. I think there should be a certain amount of time. Set it, do it. When the clock runs out, that's it, that's all. Okay. And then make the time where you are, make it really great. Not good. Make it really great. Make it the best. Number one, be present. If your mind's wandering, it's like, well, that's you've just lost a bunch of time. But make every minute count of when you're on because that's going to translate onto the ice as well. Lorianne Munzer joins us. Uh, on the opposite side of that, and it is Positive Friday, is a player like Adam Ernie, who's who's you know in and out of the lineup. He's been out of the lineup more than in. He gets his opportunity and plays very well again. 
And if you actually look at a lot of his numbers, you can make an argument that eh, the guy probably, you know, had deserved to not sit out, but that's kind of the role player he is. But that mindset, it's hard. It's easy to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready. But it's hard to be ready when, well, you, when you don't play that The question is when long. you say, I am going to be ready, is it I am ready? Because there's a big difference. There's a difference between wishing and being it. Yeah. So okay. are you ready or are you going to be ready? Mm. And most people go, oh, yeah, I'm going to be ready when I get the call. Mm-hmm. Here, here's an instance. Um, <laughs> O2. I had a ruptured appendix. I was in Quito, Ecuador. I made it home just in time here in Edmonton, back home. Um, I woke up. The doctor said, I have some good news. And I have some bad news. Good news is we figured out what's wrong with you. You had a ruptured appendix taking care of you. Bad news is you're going to miss the world championships. And I was on fire. I was like, that was the year I was going to win the world championships. So I prepared to live in Switzerland. I had no idea if I was going to be accepted, if I was going to have the money. I was going to train under a seven-time world champion, live mm. in Eagle, Switzerland at the World Cycling Center. Like, I, I, honest to goodness, when I got the call, I thought I'd gone to heaven. Honest to God. And I prepared from September when that idea was planted in my mind right through, and I think it was just before Christmas that I got the call saying, yeah, you, you can go. And, you know, first week of January, I was on a plane to Switzerland. But I tell you, every minute I was preparing so that when I got the call, Jason, yeah. I was ready. But how, how do you prepare to be ready? Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm a one-sheet kind of person. Everything fits on one sheet. And my whole month, my whole quarter was written out, and then I broke it down so I knew exactly what I was doing training-wise, physically, okay. mentally. I was also working, too. So Monday to Friday, 8 to 4, I went and I went to the, the legal firm. Um, I trained before work. I trained after work. It wasn't on the bike first. I had to recover from a ruptured appendix. But then I got better and better and better and better. And that's the whole preparation. You've got to look at the whole preparation and go, okay, here's what I've got for the week. What do I need to do for today? And you need to make today count. So when I was on the bike, you make it count. When I was in the gym, you make it count. And we talked about this last week. Everybody has a picture of something. It could be what they don't want or what they do want. People are out Christmas shopping in the mall. We see them. And you can see the ones that are on a mission. You you don't want to get in their way. And other people are just, oh, looking around, looking around. But when you have a picture of where you're going, what you want to do, that's why I said that there's a difference of, like, are you going to be ready? Or, boom, I am ready. And and there's a big difference. It is. So for, because I think we got a lot of text people asking about, you know, teaching that to young kids, right? Like professional athletes, it's their job, right? And so for a lot of kids, you know, we see it all the time. I got it. This comes in from guys. I, I coach you, you 17. I find the biggest challenges from game to game, uh, the, the readiness of players is very different. Is, is there a way for me to help that, or is that just normal at that age? It's normal, but are you going to accept it? That's the question. So what are you doing in terms of preparing the athletes for the game? Like, do you have a pre-game routine? Like, I, w- I was thinking about it going, yeah, I always had a ritual yeah. of what I did, and I mastered that. 
I goofed in the beginning. It was it was horrible. First, it was non-existent. Then it was horrible, and then I started to. What, figure what out made stuff. it horrible? I I just wung it. I figured, oh, okay. oh, I could fly by the seat of my pants. I didn't have to do the work. Well, those were usually the the worst races and the worst results. But you know what? I learned the most going. You know, I had that funny feeling in the pit of my stomach, and I wasn't going in prepared. I wasn't going in as, you know, Steve Bauer going to the Olympics. I wasn't going in as Kurt Harnett. I wasn't going as, heck, when I, when I played hockey in Toronto, we had to pick names. I was either Mrs. Lenny McDonald, Mrs. Daryl Sittler, or Mrs. Guy Lafleur, because you had to pick, you know, who your idol was, who your hero was. And I mean, I'm dating myself. You can go back to those days. But are you showing up? and I'm going to just say slack Alice, just flying by the seat of your pants, or are you showing up as professional? No. And, and you've got that choice. But the kids don't know. Uh. If they've never had that experience, and as a coach, you need to impart what do you know, what has worked. If you walk the talk, they're going to follow you. Yeah, I'm, I'm hiding an alarm clock in our dressing room tomorrow because my team has not started the games very well we've been down two nothing and three nothing in a lot of games and come back but you can't always come back mm-hmm. and we've talked about it has so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna hide an alarm clock in in the room and have a and it's pretty loud and annoying and it's gonna go off and like what is that noise right and then i'm gonna well, and you know what an alarm clock is do your parents use an alarm got to get up and go to work well we got to be ready Yep. And and so we've done visualization, but I think I need to be more consistent with it. My challenge is, I'm like, I wanted to say, well, I'll make it a competition. And the kids that show me they're ready can get the first shift. But I, but I know that starting is such a big deal for kids. I want everybody to start, and I just rotate it normally. So I yes. don't want to get out of that habit. But I want to find ways that it's like a, a healthy competition in a way that if they have a good shift, that the, you know now the next line goes out, and it's like, hey, here you go, but let's be ready. Because I, I watched it, and actually I think it started in our warm-up. We had a lot of kids who just like warm up was fun, but they weren't. And our warm ups are only two minutes, so it's not like I'm asking them to warm. It's not the NHL; they're not warm up for twenty minutes, two minutes, three maybe. Yeah. Right? So you're just like, and you know, they're not really paying attention. You know, one kid's going in line, and the next one's supposed to go, and he's standing there, he's not watching. And I'm just like, there's you're not ready. And so first shift, of course, not ready. Right? And it's like so our team has to get down to nothing to wake up. Why not have instead of a competition? Why not have a brainstorming session of going? What did the first shift do to get ready? Yeah. And what can we adopt as our regular routine, our regular practice, our regular, okay, here's how we warm up. I mean, when we were doing plyometrics, I, I was looking at some of the stuff we had to do at the start and going, why are we doing these sumo squats? It's like, you know, you're a yeah, this yeah. famous sumo wrestler and you're squatting down, you're coming up and you're kind of hugging your legs. And it's like, when you understand what is behind why we do the warm up, it's to prepare you. So then boom, you're ready to go like on a, flash that you're not even thinking about it then it becomes part of your dna it becomes part of of your routine of it 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 just happens i had been off of the bike for two years they had cops coliseum in hamilton they they put and built an indoor track it was oh my gosh it was crazy i think it was like 54 degrees it was 150 meters around so so fast so steep I hadn't been on a bike in two years a track bike i got on the bike and i did exactly what i had done because it was ingrained, but it was, I knew what the drill was. I knew what the warm up drill was. I knew what the cool down drill was. I knew what the segue was going to be when we started to move into higher, faster, quicker drills. 
But if the kids, the athletes, don't know what they're going into or how to prepare, they're going to be flying by the seat of their pants. Yeah, it's tough. And And then that's not success. And success are little habits that you string together one at a time. It could be, ask them, ask them this question, Jason. Which skate do you put on first, your left or your right? The piano player takes their shirt or their jacket. It's always one or the other. Yeah. I put my left shoe in. I put my right shoe in. I put my helmet on. I zipped up my skin suit. I adjusted my glasses. But what, the, what happened if you put your left shoe on before your right shoe? I, I always put my left foot on. I never put my right foot on first. Like your shoe, though? Like, let's say... When we, no, it was always left. It was always left? And even to this day, I still put the left on. You still put your left I, on first? I put my boots but on did you all like Did that just start, or did you consciously say, this is what I need to do to get myself in a routine? So I know I'm doing it, so I started doing the left, or did you did you all just do the left without even No, thinking? I didn't. I just did whatever shoe happened to be closer. Okay. But it wasn't until my coach said, which shoe do you put on first? I didn't have the awareness, and right now, the young athletes... Mm-hmm don't have the awareness you don't know what you don't know yeah yeah but there may there's there's a difference right left foot or right foot doesn't matter which one they put on first but if you want hey if you want to start getting ready this can be an easy one now i know we've talked a lot like you can't have kids because adults can't i've talked to sports psychologists like you can't focus for that extended period of time like this whole thing of like when goalies tell me they can't talk in the morning of a game when the game is at seven o'clock at night and you can't have a seven minute interview at 11 in the morning like give me a break (laughs) that's the best thing they could do that's the best thing they can do get out talk with the media share your story see actually if you can take the media and then swing them over to tell what you want, the message. Yeah. I mean, we need more athletes talking out there and, yeah. and talking with the media. Yeah, it's such a, a weird thing for me. But uh, anywho, uh, Lorianne, as always, we appreciate it. Uh, have a very uh, Merry Christmas and, and a Happy New Year. We will talk to you again in 2024. Thank you. Happy Christmas, everybody. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 